0: The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International. Next, Onika McClellan sought affirmation through romantic relationships and worldly status until God transformed her heart and gave her a mission.
1: I'm hoping that we all continue, because it's a lifelong journey, um, to understand our value and worth. And I think sometimes women discount themselves and forget um, because you get so busy with life, you get so busy raising kids, you get so busy in your job that you forget in the midst of that, that God has something on the inside of you that He wants to bring to life.
2: all yeah. I'm James Robinson, Betty and I welcome you to Life Today. And I got an unusual name here. It's, a, it's, it's not like one you hear all the time, it's Onika.
1: Yes. Yes, you got it, I got it. Hey,
2: McClellan, but it's Onika, did I say it right? That's
1: right, exactly. a <laughs> yeah,
2: beautiful smile. Thank yes, you. So now, would you have been smiling if I'd have said it wrong?
1: I still would smile, I still would smile, yes. When I was in college, my husband nicknamed me Big O. so if you forget Onika, you can just call me Big O.
2: Where did he get that? I don't know, out? ask wow. him, I have no idea. I'm surprised you didn't punch him out. <laughs> Man, I mean, I'm gonna have a little counseling session with him sitting out here. He's a pastor. I don't know about that, but let me tell you, you're you're beautiful, Anika, Aww, through and through, and you're you. radiant. Your husband too. You got a church over in Dallas. I haven't figured right. this out yet. You got some camps. It's called Shoreline. Yes. And listen to me, folks. It's called Shoreline, Shoreline City Church. Yes. Okay, so I can assume it's in a city. The whole Dallas metroplex, Same right? In
1: Antigua.
2: In Antigua. Okay, and mm-hmm. then you got one in 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 Guatemala, correct? Yes, that's correct. That's yes. what. Okay, yes. and. It is. It's no shore. It's no lake, <laughs> <laughs> but it's shoreline. Okay, so so, it came with the name of the church that really your husband was associate pastor in. And God showed him he wanted him to be pastor. That's right. And so they let you bring their name. That's and right. And they gave you a little support. Now, they didn't pay you to bring your name, did they?
1: No, 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 no. Not at all. Not at all. But it helped us get our kind of our sea legs.
2: Mm-hmm. And then. Well, sea legs. You
1: don't exactly. have to have sea legs. Yes. And then after the first year, and then now we've been on our own ever since then. And it's been a miracle. Every Sunday, I cry as I look oh. out into the faces of the people and think, wow, who mm-hmm. would have thought
2: now you've got the campuses. Are you like is is your husband is he preaching like we do where it's up here on the screen and it goes to the campuses and they listen to him. It depends Or do they have their own preacher over there? And you better check up on them. You gotta be sure they're in line.
1: <laughs> Both and it depends on the location and the okay. leader at each location. So some video and then some live.
2: Okay. Yes. But God's really blessed, it's growing, right? It's
1: been miraculous.
2: Six year old six year old church? Seven years, seven this years. Month. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right, let's talk about this board of okay. What do you mean, born of a woman? I mean, everybody, isn't everybody born of a woman? Exactly. I know today we're discussing it. You <laughs> right,
1: know. right, right, right. You know. I was reading Galatians 4, 4, and it says Jesus was born of a woman. And when I read that, literally the scripture illuminated to me. And I thought... What else can be born of a woman? If Jesus was born of a woman, what's placed on the inside of other women that God has something that he wants them to give birth to? And so that's how the whole journey began.
2: So that's what the book's about.
1: Right, that's exactly right, right.
2: Tell us some of the components that you want people to hear, because you didn't have what you'd call just the best childhood. Right. It's kind of challenged like a lot of people. Exactly. Have, right? Single mom.
1: Exactly. Tough
2: situations. Yes. yes. Was she yes. not always doing everything right? She was
1: amazing, actually. Oh, was Worked she? really hard, very professional, very polished, put me through private school, wow. and always wanted to make sure I had the best. That's and great. so I had a really great example of a hardworking mm-hmm. mom, but I didn't have a dad that was present, cheering me on, saying, know your value, know your worth. So as a young girl, I made a lot of poor choices because I didn't know who I was in Christ. And I was always looking for affirmations from men. And so it wasn't until actually I went to college that I met someone at a clothing store who befriended me. Her name was Jory. And she was this cute little blonde cheerleader. Was
2: she working where you worked? She did. She worked
1: with me. Okay. And so one night we were cleaning the store, like straightening the store, putting all the clothes away. Because I love shopping and fashion. So I thought, well that's the perfect mix. I'll get a job at a clothing store, then I can get a discount. <laughs> and so we were cleaning up the store one night and I said, how old are you? She said, I'm 21. I said, 21? I said, I said, that mean you can go to bars and you don't get clubbed or, I mean, you don't get carded and you don't have to use a fake ID. And she said, that's not my scene. She said, I'm actually a Christian. And when she said that, Something jumped out at me, and I thought, I want what she has. Mm. She was so full of life, so vibrant, so passionate, and so fresh. And I thought, there's something she has that I don't have. And so that began the journey. And through friendship, she actually led me to the Lord. She kept inviting right. me to church, kept taking me to coffee, lunch, dinner, never judged great. me, never spoke were you? down you to me. You said she
2: was 21. How old no. were you? I was
1: 18,
2: 19. 18, 19, okay. Yes, yes. Isn't that yes. great? So, so you saw something in her. You might want to imply she's getting it at the bar, yep. but she made it clear she's not getting it at the That's bar. That's exactly right. But you right. figure somebody is this high and happy must be high on something. Exactly. <laughs> but it exactly. wasn't what she thought.
1: That's exactly right. Yeah. And so she, something that was so beautiful, she just loved me for me mm-hmm. and she saw me and she didn't feel the need to kind of beat me up over the, with the Bible and quote scripture at me and talk down to me. She actually just loved me. And it was through that love that then built something in me that said, I'm going to come to her church. And so I finally said yes. She probably asked me to church for almost a year. Wow. And so I want to encourage anyone, because sometimes you think I'm going to stop inviting because they're not mm-hmm. coming, but she didn't give, give up on me. Yeah. And I'm so thankful that she didn't give okay, up on me. Okay, when you
2: got to church, what difference does that make? You've already seen something in her that got your attention. Right. So you hadn't pushed her off. She's right. impressed you. Mm-hmm. Okay, Very so now so. you went to church. Right. Okay, well, why was that important?
1: So I walked in the doors and I saw so many young people that looked just like me, mm-hmm. that loved Jesus. So uh-huh. now it wasn't just her, I saw sea of this young church, people. By the it was in way. California, what, Southern in Cali- California.
2: Christians in California.
1: Exactly. <laughs> Who would have thought? <laughs> and I looked around the room and I saw other people that looked like her and looked like me, that were worshiping God, that were so engaging. There were older people there. That everyone seemed so happy to see me, as if they had been had been waiting for me. And right. so literally, right when it was time for the altar call, the pastor said, If you want to make that decision today, and literally my arm just shot up and there's been no looking back since then.
2: So when you got in the church, you felt affirmed that this girl cared about you. She's telling you there's a reason something inside of me Mm -hmm. and you were seeing it. So when you got to church and you saw what looked like a family of people that loved, Mm -hmm. did you somehow in church see this father that was gonna actually love and affirm you? Did, I did you sense that?
1: I did. She actually invited me. A couple things, two things that happened. One is she introduced me to her older sister who taught me how to read my Bible, mm. taught me what it meant to be a woman of God. And they actually said so I was in a relationship at the time that was very unhealthy. And they they said, you know what? We just want to encourage you. We don't want to control your life. You can do whatever you want to do, but we just want to encourage you to be single and to learn who you are in Christ and to trust him with who he has for your future. And then I went to this little seminar on dating, Um So that pulled me in that it was on dating. But then come to find out it was on a Christian perspective on dating and marriage and what that could look like. And so I saw healthy couples, healthy husband and wives talking about dating the right way. And so it painted a new picture of what relationships could look like. You
3: begin to get a foundation. That's
1: exactly right. And so it made me decide I don't want to settle anymore because so many times women settle because they feel insecure, and they don't think they're worth, but the person that's paying them any attention. And so it was at that point, it was those layers that helped me understand who I'm in Christ. I don't have to date around. God did have someone amazing for me, and I'm so glad I stopped settling. In (laughs) California? No, actually in um, Oklahoma. I met my my. husband in college. That's (laughs) closer to the promised (laughs) land. Exactly.
2: That's (laughs) on the border of the promised land. That's
1: right, that's right, that's right.
2: So Did you meet this guy that's sitting out here that you're married to, that's pastor? Yes, yes. Yeah.
1: I met him in college, so I had stopped. By the time I met him, I hadn't dated for three years, and just still on fire for God, you knew who I was. You were on fire it. for God. You very, were serious about very it. Very much so. Very much so. So okay, well, we you were know, introduced. Okay, mm-hmm, we met at ORU. Mm-hmm. there's some
2: other Christians there, right? Just a
1: few. <laughs> yeah. Just a few. <laughs> <laughs> My
2: son went there, and he met his wife there. Uh, wow. Okay. Now. Tell me. You met there. Mm-hmm. He's sitting out here looking at us right now. Yeah, he's watching. (laughs) Now, was he serious about Jesus at all?
1: Very much so. Very much so. He was just... Um, the same way that he is today, so down to earth, so humble, so much favor, so passionate, into basketball, loves Jesus, and just knows no stranger.
2: Did he know he was going to be a preacher?
1: He did. When we were when we started dating, he said, just so you know, at the time he thought he was going to be an evangelist. And so he said, I'm going to be traveling and preaching, and I just want to make sure that you're okay with that. So very mm-hmm. early in our dating relationship. But he's still an
2: evangelist. He's announcing good news. That's
1: exactly right. Yeah,
2: you, she's good news, right? <laughs> she, okay. Here, here's what I want. I want you to help everybody. Everybody know that you go to a lot of trouble to, to write this book, sure. and to pour your your heart into it. And uh, I'm I'm gonna flip over here. I want to glance and see if any of the chapter titles get my curiosity. Okay. But what what did you want to happen when you wrote the book? You know, when you're saying, okay, I'm and boy, there's. 22 chapters. I mean and they're not so long that they're going to wear you out. This is this is good stuff. <clears throat> you you have the like chapter 2 Born of a Woman. I want you to expand on that cuz the title of the book. What do you want all the women to get? Because I really think you're focusing on women. Am I right Mm -hmm. about that? That's correct. That's correct. What what do you really want them to get out of that?
1: I'm hoping that we all continue, because it's a lifelong journey, um, to understand our value and worth and to know that Jesus has a plan and purpose for our life and that all of heaven is cheering us on to be all that God's called us to be. And I think sometimes women discount themselves and forget um, because you get so busy with life. You get so busy raising kids. You get so busy in your job that you forget in the midst of that, that God has something on the inside side of you that He wants to bring to life. And so my prayer is that as women read this book, that they will awaken to their purpose and the plan that God has for their life, no matter it, the season And it's a matter
3: own. of God's perfect timing exactly. for the different seasons He yes. takes us through. Because that's there's nothing right. more important than being a wife, a mother, a homemaker. But then that's not where it stops. Right. I mean, right, right, even right. in that moment, in that time, you can be all that God purposed exactly. you to be.
1: exactly, And have,
3: have some value and know that value. That, that's comes exactly from Lord, right. You
1: know? Because I think sometimes Thank yes. Because um, some women get the chance to stay at home, which mm-hmm. is such a gift. Yes. And then some women work full time. But I think the key is understanding that He sees you and sees your kids no matter the season of life that you find yourself in. And does that make sense? Yeah, and
3: I think women sometimes too, they, like you said, they get so busy. Exactly. So, their life is so full with their families and, yep. and they love their families. But sometimes they can feel forgotten.
1: Exactly, that's exactly yeah. right. And so my prayer is that we would all wake up to the plan that He has for our life. And if you're at the playground, He wants to use you at the playground, loving on another mom Mm -hmm. and start a play group with her or a Bible study. If you're in the boardroom, He wants you to Mm -hmm. set an example by being on time, being sharp, having some of the best ideas Mm -hmm. and inventing all that He's called you to do. And so I feel like from the playground to the boardroom to a college campus, Mm -hmm. that there's something on the inside of us that God wants to give birth to.
2: See, I'm I'm praying in my heart right now. And God listens to me. You know, you don't have to hear me. We talk, we talk, men, the father <laughs> talk. And I'm just saying, Lord, I want you to take this beautiful, beautiful, vivacious, powerful, loving, uh, exuberance that I see right now in this beautiful woman that you're in in such beauty. And I want it just to spread. I wanted just to go through all the women, wow. and I know that's see that's what that's what you want right here. Now, would you have ever believed Betty that God would take you from the home and put you here on television in front of the whole world every day, Monday through wow. Friday? Did you think that?
3: Not at all. I mean, <laughs> no. <know. laughs> you know, uh, I, I was one of those girls very young growing up. felt very insignificant. Mm-hmm. I felt lost in the crowd. I, I felt like if I just be quiet and not make any noise and everything be good enough that I'll be okay mm-hmm. you know but god already had plans for me that That's i didn't right. even know had he told me at that time i'd probably passed out or something, you know, pain. But he, his timing is so perfect, mm-hmm. you know, and we're on a journey. We that's learn right. and grow every day, mm-hmm. hopefully. That's right. And and that's what it's all about. It's about the journey and yep. all the things he puts out before us. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we kinda stray a little bit, but if we allow him, he'll pull us back that's into right. line and get us right back on the right path. Mm-hmm.
2: So. I, I remember Betty said many times, she said I, I tell God, that's what, God, I really want to love you. You know, with all my heart. If I really do, you probably make me, I'll end up over in Africa on the mission field. And so here we are over on Africa on the mission field. I told God, right. I, uh, I ended up on the mission field. Last place in the world you That's thought. That's right, I think God must have We went all world. over America on the mission field, winning people to Christ, and then we ended up it. for more than 20 years on all the mission fields of the third world countries. And it was like our son-in-law, Terry, he would send us to every war. Wherever there's a massive no. civil war, wherever the Soviet Union is collapsing, <laughs> uh, wherever there's a big battle going on over in Romania, and whatever it is, you were there when the Berlin Wall was torn down. They just sent us like right into the middle of hell. What a wonderful journey! But see, what what we meant it. Listen, we meant it. We just want God to have His way That's in our right. lives, That's and exactly he, He's right. having. And that is why you wrote this book. That's exactly you want right. every if you, if women get the book. And they get to reading the book. What do you hope? When you talk to God about the women that read this book, what are you praying? God, let this happen. If you could just put it down in a few paragraphs or sentences. That's
1: right. I'm praying that he would wake us up. Um, As we were driving here to be a part of today, I just saw all these rocks. And to me, it represented people that feel dead in the situation that they're in. And I'm praying that as they read these words, that these words would become just an army of just angels that are fighting for them, warring for them, waking up the inside of them, because I feel like so many people feel dead in their season, mm-hmm. dead in the situation that they're facing. And I'm just praying that the spirit yes. of God would take those words and that those words would breathe life on every single heart and that it would start something so beautiful because it would impact not only them, but then their kids and their husband, then their places of work and their communities and so on and so forth.
2: You know, we have so many great women who minister here. Christine Kaye. Yes, she preached uh, on our Awaken Now conference, <laughs> uh, my gosh, it was our 50th anniversary. Mm. She preached the greatest message on witnessing I've ever heard in my life. Mm. Period. I mean, I'm telling you, the absolute greatest. And it's uh, uh, Jack Graham said, you know, I know we're not supposed to say this as a Baptist, but said Christine Cain's greatest preacher I think I ever <laughs> heard. He said, don't tell anybody I said that. She's but the point what is, she's favorite? unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Her, her message there, you can get it. You go on, uh, you can get it from us uh, in our in our uh, library. Right. But it's phenomenal. But then we have Sheila Walsh, and yes. I mean, what a, what a tremendous power. And then mm-hmm. and then uh, Lisa Bevere comes, oh my and goodness. she says, women. Need to be like a lioness. Yes, that's okay, right. Okay, I want to give you my, my read. Look, look at, at at wet <laughs> women. I, I just live with the most unbelievable person. Now here's yeah. what I believe. I see it in you, sitting women all over the place. Oh. Here's what I believe. Outside the Holy Spirit. Now listen to what I'm saying. Outside the Holy Spirit, the greatest force and power, influence and inspiration on the planet, are women. Wow. Oh. Mm-hmm. Now that does not mean that the enemy can't twist something and right. make them very dangerous, deceptive, seductive. Okay, we understand that. And and men have a tendency to be very weak in areas where women can be very, very seductive and distracting in, in not a wholesome way. But within women is not only this born of a woman potential, but out of women comes so much and I really believe this. You know, when I, I, I deal with leaders a lot. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of my, my strongest advice to, to uh, the president is, you know, listen to Melania Moore, Watch her. Watch her. Watch how calm and collected and cool she is. Wouldn't that be wonderful if we would all do a little bit of that? <laughs> so the point is that I, believe that I believe women have within them the ability to give birth yes. to one of the greatest <clears throat> movements perhaps the world will ever see. And that would be a move of the love of God that no one can express more effectively That's right. than a woman and right. a mother. Father, I pray that. Mm. And I pray that you will use this book, Lord, that you will use Onika and her husband to really bless people. In this Shoreline City Church and all that they do. And we just thank you for them. Would you say thanks to God for the way he's using Onika? Yeah. Yeah. Shoreline Church, City Church in Dallas. You know, Anika, one of the things that uh, that really has blessed us, and, and this is the neat thing, and I wanna say this, I know couples help us in what we do. Mm. But the majority of checks, I'm, I'm gonna guess that 80 to 85% of the checks that come to Life Outreach are signed by women.
1: Wow.
2: Filled up by women. That doesn't mean that the woman is saying, we're doing this, honey. (laughs) No, it's pretty much couples. Sometimes men will tell me later, well, my wife had the burden before I did. But but women care. And I want to thank you for your sensitivity. We are drilling water wells right now. And boy, you know, when you talk about a mother wanting her children not to die, not to be sick, mothers hear that. Here's what I want to ask you to do right now. I want all of you who are watching to just say, God, how can I be the miracle someone's praying for? Can I be the answer to someone's prayer? All right, now listen to me. You can be the miracle that keeps a child alive. You can be a miracle that gives families a future with health by simply giving them clean water. We're talking about giving thousands of people, ultimately millions, clean water by giving them a well in their community, their village, their area. And we're asking you to help us drill another 200 wells right now. Toward you know we've been drilling 400 a year. That's our goal. We want to see that happen. We start with 200, then we come back to complete the 200 later in the year, the other 200. But I'm asking you right now, please, you listen and you watch because you're gonna see the need that love meets miraculously through you. And then you ask God, what do you want me to do to be a miracle in that person's life and that family? And you let him lead you, watch closely.
4: Recorded history tells us one of the critical factors in determining where people decided to settle was access to water. That criteria is still used today Unfortunately, for hundreds of thousands of people around the globe, this decision can have deadly consequences. Each day, as Antoinette returns to a small stream to collect water, it serves as a reminder of the deaths of her grandchildren. She told our team that one grandchild died at a clinic where she had taken him, and by the time she returned home, her other grandchild had died as well. The pain of losing her grandchildren once brought her thoughts of suicide, but somehow Antoinette is still able to hope for a better life. We can turn Antoinette's plea of if she can get clean water into when by drilling a well that provides her and her village the gift of life, fresh, clean drinking water.
2: Can you imagine trying to save a child or a grandchild's life and then go back to find out that she lost the one at home that had been drinking contaminated water? I'm holding clean water right here. And uh, the words on this beautiful cup that we've given people through every season, he is faithful. How does God express his faithfulness? Through our faithfulness to him and our love. It's love that never fails. Do you know what the answer for that situation is that she was talking about? It's clean water. Jesus said, if you'll give a cup of water in my name, you won't lose your reward. You see, there's a phone number there on the screen. It's a prayer line. Do you know that even now, while we're talking about saving lives, 80 to 85% of all calls that come in If there were a 1,000 calls that come on that line, 800, 850 of be please pray for me, broken heart. That's what it's there for. But in this moment, I'm asking you to make it an answer to prayer line. Oh, people are going to keep calling because they need prayer because we want to pray for them. We love them. We care. So we share their burdens and we try to help them see their load lightened by God. But if you would right now make this an answer to prayer line, make it a lifeline, and say I'm not only going to give a cup of water in Jesus' name, we're going to help provide a well of water for that entire community. Did you know that a gift of $48 will give 10 people water the rest of their life? Where can you put $48 to have more impact? $4,800 and we've given an entire community, entire village water for the rest of their life. That's amazing, isn't it? If you can give a water well, please do. Many people tell us it's the greatest joy of the entire year for them. For some, they say it's, it's a real effort, James, but it's a joyful effort. There are some who can even give more than a well, and we have those who will do it. Thank God for that. Aren't you grateful? Answer to prayer. Whatever you can do, do it. You may say, James, I can't give the 48, but I can give 1,200 and pray three join me. Do it. Pray they join you. But you start the process. 2,400, pray one more joins you. we got another well. 10 people water the rest of their life. Could you do that? Would you right now make the gift God puts on your heart? Please do it. The number there, just call it or go online, take your bank card, use it like a check. If you write a check, call us and tell us what you're mailing in, but make the check to life. Thank you so much for doing it. You're becoming the miracle someone's heart longs for. You are becoming the answer to prayer. You're going on the answer to prayer line. You become the answer. Please do it right now. Go get that card and act now, as God directs. Thank
0: you. Today, a mother living in extreme poverty will do the unthinkable: give her children dirty, diseased-filled water that she knows could kill them, with no other choice. What's a mother to do? With your help, clean water is on the way. Mission Water for Life provides a way for parents to save the lives of their children, to offer them a bright future free from the fear of death. With your gift today, you can help drill and establish the first 200 water wells of the year. Your gift of $24 will help provide clean water for five children. A gift of $48 will help provide for 10. $72 $72 will provide for 15 and $144 will help provide life-giving water for 30 people for a lifetime. With your gift, we'll send you the Praying Grace 55-Day Devotional. This new devotional will help you renew your mind to the realities of God's grace and help you pray powerful grace-based prayers for each day. With your gift of $100 or more, request the Praying Grace Tumblr. This reusable 16-ounce container is constructed with insulated stainless steel, perfect for hot or cold beverages. Finally, please consider a gift of $1,200 to help provide water for 250 people, or a gift of $4,800 to help sponsor a complete well, and you may request a beautiful new commemorative bronze sculpture safe in the shepherd's arms. Please call, write, or make your gift online.
2: Well, I've I've got a joy in my heart, Betty. I just feel like answer to prayer calls are coming, (laughs) not just prayer calls. And boy, we treasure the opportunity to pray with you. So don't ever think that that doesn't mean a lot to us and to our staff, our prayer partners. But boy, it's going to be neat today to see answer to prayer calls. If you'd like to have Born of a Woman, you can get it online. Will you help us give water? We'll send it to you to say thanks. Onika has poured her heart, God's heart, into the book. And you can tell she's just got glory and grace all over her. Would you just say thanks to the Lord and thanks to Onika for being a blessing to us? Thank you. Yeah, you've got the glory of God over you. Thank all of you for watching. How about telling your friends to watch Life Today and share life?
3: if you needed God to show up within a specific time frame, and He just doesn't.
0: Spend Wednesdays in the Word tomorrow. Life Today is made possible by the supporters of Life Outreach International. Your gift will be used exclusively for the exempt purposes of life. The ministry features specific outreaches as examples of the programs it supports and conducts. Gifts are considered to be without restriction as to use unless explicitly stipulated by the donor. The ministry is a member of the ECFA.